back up here again. I've been off for a little bit. I got a lot of time to make up. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to hold your ransom here this morning. We're in a series. We've been out a little bit, but we're in a series called The Fruit of the Spirits. And, and what we're looking at is the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is the Spirit that lives inside of you upon salvation. When you get saved, you're born again, and Jesus takes up residence inside of you through his Holy Spirit. And because that Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you have the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit in Galatians 5, what we're going to look at in just a little bit, is, is manifested in nine different fruits, and in other ways as well, but in nine fruits that we're looking at. You say, well, I don't, I don't have all of them. Uh, yes, you do. Okay? And today, I did not want to tell you ahead of time where we're at today because I didn't want to just me and Paxson being here, okay? We're looking at patience. If you tell people you're going to talk about patience, that's a, that's a small crowd, okay? So I don't need anybody getting up all of a sudden taking off, okay? So patience is a deal. So you say, well, preacher, that is the one of the nine that I am the weakest at. But I bring you good news today. You can get better. You can improve. We all can, okay? None of us master patience, man. Okay, if somebody said, well, I, I, I must be doing pretty good on patience because God continues to trust me with opportunities to exercise that. I said, well, yes, kind of. What, what's really going on is you're not passing the test, so you, so you keep getting it, okay? So welcome to school. But patience is hard. But we can do patience because the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us. So if a believer says to you, I'm sorry, it's not my DNA, I just can't be patient, mm, that's not true. You can be patient. You can, okay? So I want to go to the text, Galatians 5. We're going to be at a lot of different scriptures today, but Galatians chapter 5, beginning verse 22, Galatians 5, 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, Peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things, there is no law. The fruit of the Spirit is patience. Now, I want to look at three areas today. God's patience with me, my patience with others, and then my patience with me. That last one is a killer, all right? God's patience with me. I want you to see something. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says that he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. Psalm 103, verse 8 says this, The Lord is compassionate. He is gracious. He is slow to anger, and he's abounding in love. Can, do you understand how patient God is with you? Sometimes I wonder if he doesn't say, oh, it's you again. Oh, it's you again. You ever feel that way? God, I'm, I, God I, I, I didn't do good again. I, I, I know God, I know, but, but I, I, I didn't do good. You again? You again? What? What else can I do? What else can I show you? What else 
I mean, what, what do you need? you got to get this part of me. I'm like, God, I know, I know. I, I, I need to do better. I need to do I feel that way sometimes with patience. Anybody else in here like that? God, I, I mean, because many times, right in the middle of losing our patience, we want God to give us and teach us patience. Probably not the best time to learn it, okay, right in the middle of losing it. I want you to look at a great scripture. Look at 1 Timothy. Go to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Look at verses 15 and 16. 1 Timothy chapter 1, 15 and 16. Here's a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of who I am the worst. But for that reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus, might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. Woo! Here's Paul saying, I am the chief sinner, but I've been met with an incredible amount of mercy and grace so that in me, others might see what a patient, redeeming God we serve. Oh, my goodness, man. That is good news. I mean, we could just stop. Point one, be done. done. I mean, God is patient with us. His great patience with me is demonstrated by the fact that he had mercy and grace for a sinner whom I'm the chief. Did we ever see yourself like that? I mean, some of us feel like to God, God, you're lucky to have me. <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. You need to be humbled. We're lucky to have him. By grace, we've been saved. It's not a free gift. Mm. And it's nothing that I did. I didn't work for it, but he gave it to me. Man, that, that, it's not about me. I can't do it. We have been given much patience by God. God is a patient God with us, and I'm grateful for it. Number two, my patience with others. I know I had to get there. My patience with others. So here we are. We've been shown incredible patience by God, and so our testimony, okay, the song we sing out of that life that's been redeemed, that, that amount of patience that we've been shown, it's demonstrated How? To others. You say, oh, that's just not as easy as that just sounded. It's not as easy as it just sounded. Ephesians 4.2, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Be completely humble and gracious and gentle, bearing with one another in love. I want you to go to Colossians. Go to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians 3.12. Colossians 3.12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself with compassion, 
kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. And bear with one another and forgive whatever grievance you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. And let the peace of Christ mm, rule in your hearts. Since members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Be patient and gentle with one another. My friend, listen to me. One of the greatest attributes, one of the greatest proof, if you want to say this, okay, of your salvation is how patient you are with people who absolutely do not deserve it. You say, man, I meet them on a weekly basis. I'm sorry, I meet them on a daily basis. Amen? Everybody comes in contact with people who push your button. Okay? You say, oh, I, I, I married that person. All right? I'm, I'm sorry. Okay? We're, hey, if you're married, you're guilty of that. I'm just telling you, confess it. I'm a married pastor. I have a wonderful wife. I know her button. And sometimes I'm just confessing. It brings me joy. <laughs> Brett and Natalie, you did not go home and tell mama, all right, to push that button. I'm just telling you, it's just, you can't help it. You're like, I, I know I shouldn't say this, but... Oh, my gosh, my flesh will not die. I'm about to say this. I need some spirit in me. Oh, God, you got to stop me. Bite my tongue. You got to take it out. It's going to come out. It's coming out. I'm going to say it. And, boy, you just say it. You can't even help it. I mean, the whole time I know not to say it, I'm like, I, I don't need to say this. I don't need to say this. But it needs to be said. Iron sharpens iron. It's on. <sighs> I, it's, on my, it's on my wedding ring. It's inscribed on the back. Iron sharpens. I'm like, God, you know, you put me here to sharpen her, and I need a sharpen. You can't sharpen something, God, if you ain't rubbing it, so I'm, like, going to rub it. I mean, you just, I just, it's hard. I mean, I mean, am I the only one struggling here? Because I'm telling you, you get married. You think you're patient until you get married. You also think you're not selfish. Until you get married. Marriage is a beautiful thing. You think, well, just being a dad or a mom, I mean, kids teach me everything I ever needed. No, kids teach you everything you didn't learn while you're married. You get married and you're like, oh, I'm ready. I'm not selfish. I, I, it's not about me. I got a lot of patience. Honey, we just ought to have kids. We're just, I mean, we're doing really good right now. We just ought to have kids. You look at each other like, I can't believe you had that idea. That is not from God. You made me do this. You're the leader of the house. That, I just follow you. you. You're the head of the house. This is not my idea. All right? That commercial, that one where you can go back in time, and then you might consider having hot sauce instead of mild sauce, and then they have that little kid drawn on the wall there, and you can maybe go back and not have child number two, and that kid just vanishes. That's a great commercial. I'm like, man, that's funny. But, but here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm not saying kids are bad, but marriage and children will test your patience. They will. And God, I think God sits up there going, <laughs> he thinks he's patient. Watch this. I, I, mean, that, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think God's laughing at us for just the sake of laughing at us, but I think sometimes, man, we're just set up by God, and, and he's just like, mm-hmm, watch this. He thinks that seven quiet times on patience made him patient. Watch this. 
oh, he's not very patient, is he? He's about to come ask me for more patience because he didn't get it, okay? I mean, we, we got to be patient with others. I'm going to tell you, you're going to leave here, and you're not even going to get home. You'll still be in your car, and you might get tested with patience. And if not, you're going to go to a restaurant, and they have a gift of testing patience. Uh, a real gift, okay? You're going to get tested in the area of patience. You are. And we've got to understand that the, the proof, that the, the validity, that, the, 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 man, just if, if you're really saved, the Holy Spirit lives in you, you can be patient. You can be. You can. Listen to this statement. We don't possess the fruit in us, we possess the source of the fruit. See, a lot of people think, well, I'm saved, so all these nine, I, I, I'm, I'm good, I'm good, I'm saved. Mm, come on. You're saved, but you, mm, nah. You have the source to be patient, but the fruit may not be there yet. You're, you got, you're, you're tree, you're grafted in, the Holy Spirit lives in you. You can produce fruit of patience, but it, it may not be there. Or it may be so tiny, you wouldn't know it if you're not in the tree, okay? You've got to get to the point as a believer that you're grafted in to the tree, that the Holy Spirit is just flowing through you. It goes in that vein and that vine and out the branches, and it produces fruit. I mean big ripe, big fruit of patience. So people, it, the tree can't even hold it, my friend. I mean, it's like dropping everywhere. So all those that your life comes in contact with can bask in the patience that comes from your tree. See, there are people that are starving around you spiritually. And you, as a, as a spirit-filled believer, with the source to produce the patience in your life, your true tree is not producing that. There are lost people that are, that are placed around you to watch your fruit. It's not their fault that it's not there. And they're pushing your button, but they don't know that pushing your button. They're just, they're just being themselves, and your tree is not producing any patience whatsoever. And you don't have patience because you don't produce it, and they don't have patience around you. Why? <laughs> if they're lost, they can't. And number two, if they're lost and can't produce patience, they're dependent on your tree. That's just the truth. Lost people around you that need patience in their life are there to eat from your tree so that through that, they might understand that in them can become a well that springs up to eternal life. That they don't have to keep coming to your tree to draw patience. That patience will come naturally in them. You see, that's what it's all about. We're supposed to produce this fruit, okay? In our lives, we can produce the fruit. Why don't we do that? Many times, we're not producing patience because the position, we're not getting into the position that we need to be in. The Word says that if I draw near to God, he'll draw near to me. You have not because you 
ask not. He says, if you'll, you'll search me if you, and you'll find me if you search me with all your heart. He says, if you will pursue me and seek me as the first thing, I will meet all your other needs. God, I need you to teach me patience. I need to learn patience. You say, I ain't praying that prayer. There's no way I'm praying that. You need to pray that. You say, why? Because God loves you, and it's part of the fruit of the Spirit. And if God put it in you, it needs to come out of you. You need it. You need to put yourself in a position to receive the patience, the fruit of patience. If you don't get yourself in a position, you're not going to produce the fruit of patience. You're just not. You're just not going to do it. And we'll look at that in just a little bit. Okay? Third thing is this. My patience with me. Mm. God's been patient to me. I need to be patient with others. But listen to me. You need to be patient with yourself. I want you to look at a slide. The only thing that's instantaneous is salvation. Go to the next one. Sanctification is a journey. Listen to me. The only thing that's instantaneous is salvation. When you pray and receive Christ, you are born again that minute, that second you're saved. That second you're saved. That blind man did not keep running in the trees. He missed every tree from that point on. Every one of them. I don't know what happened. I don't know. All I know is this. All I know is this. I was once blind, but now I see. I was once lost, but now I'm saved. I was once hopeless, but now I have a hope. I was once without purpose, but now I have a purpose. Man, when you get saved, it is instantaneously. You are born again. Boom, just like that. But listen to me. Sanctification, big old church word. Let me tell you what it simply means. Being like Christ. That's all it means. Becoming like Christ. That is a journey. See, that guy could miss trees, but he still might not be patient. That lost man might miss trees, but he still may not be gentle. He still may not be kind. He may have no self-control. But listen to me. Sanctification, the journey of becoming like Christ, it's not easy. It's where we always are. See, we get saved and we want everything about us to be just like Jesus that second. Dude, no. That's the, what in the world? That doesn't happen like that. You've got to get in the Word and you've got to grow in that Word. You've got to grow in Christ. You've got to grow in worship. You've got to grow in a lot of different areas of your life. You're, you're saved immediately. But you're not just like Jesus and all his characteristics just like that, okay? That's just not going to happen. I want you to go to a neat scripture. Go to, go to Exodus. Go to Exodus 14. I mean, I've never seen this. Maybe you have. Exodus 14, 4. Exodus 14, 4. If you have your Bible, you're going to want to underline this, okay? Exodus 14, 4 says this. The Lord will fight 
for you. You need only to be still. The Lord will fight for you. You only need to be still. You know why some of us cannot grow in patience? Because we don't slow down and put ourselves in a position to learn patience. We're like, phew. God's like, if you just uh, come over here and hang out a little bit, I'll teach you patience. But I can't even catch up with you. We just stay moving. Some of us have got to understand something. That God was very patient with you at salvation. And you've been given the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the peace to be patient with other people. And some of us are not patient with ourselves. We're, we're our biggest absolute problem is ourselves. We have no patience with ourselves. None. We want instantaneous salvation and instantaneous uh, completeness, wholeness. We want to be just like Jesus in a heartbeat. Listen to me. You're going to grow in peace and you're going to struggle in peace. And you're going to grow in peace and you're going to struggle in peace. There are going to be seasons in your life. And Jesus simply said this, I will fight for you if only you will be still. You're going to learn patience if you will be still. If you don't get still, my friend, you're not going to learn patience. Some of us are trying to learn patience, and we're running 90 to nothing. While we're racing to something else, we ask God to help us with patience. You can't even be patient with yourself to learn it. Listen to me. He will fight for you. See, many of us, we think we have to do everything for God so we can't sit long enough to grow in any area of our life. We got things to do. Got things to do. I know you got things to do, okay? God says, I need you to sit before you got things to do, okay? He wants to teach you patience, but he's got to catch you. You've got to sit and say, God, teach me to be patient and start with me being patient with myself. Some of you are so hard on your own self. You beat yourself up with condemnation. Your words beat yourself down. You say, I'm over my past, but you constantly remind yourself of your past. Your number one word you say to yourself is, I am not worthy. I can't do it. I'm not good enough. I shouldn't be in this position. I have no business being here. Listen to me. You've got to learn to be patient with yourself. You will not be patient with others until you learn to be patient with yourself. And sometimes, unfortunately, we take it out on God, and that's wrong. Hey, salvation is instantaneous. Learning patience mm, is not. Okay? Is not. The fruit of the Spirit, if you're saved, lives in you. And part of that fruit manifested out of you is patience. If you will put yourself in a position, draw near to God, he will draw near to you. If you will sit and be still and say, God, I want you in the stillness to teach me patience. He'll teach you patience. You say, well, Jeff, if I pray that and he starts teaching me patience, I can promise you there are going to be pop tests everywhere. And I hate pop tests. I understand you hate pop tests. I hate pop tests, okay? But it's the only way to gauge how we're doing, okay? And please, for the love of Jesus, don't, 
don't, don't title yourself your spouse's pop test by pushing her buttons intentionally or his, okay? Don't do that. You can learn patience. You can learn patience. You can grow in patience, and you can become a patient person. Why? Because God set it up that through his spirit that lives inside of you, you can produce the fruit of patience. You have got to understand two things. Number one, without the spirit of God living in you as a born-again child of God, you will not produce patience. You will not. And number two, if you have the spirit of God living in you, you have the gifts and you, ha- you possess okay, the ability to be a patient person. You've got to put yourself in a position and ask God to grow you in the area of patience. And then you've got to buckle up because he's going to grow you in that area. Okay? This morning, I simply want you to understand that patience can be yours. And you can be a patient person. I don't, you say, Jeff, it's not my DNA. I'm not asking for your DNA here. I'm asking the fact that you were born again. So the spirit that lives inside of you is the spirit of God. And God is patient. It's already been demonstrated that he's patient with you. And you can be patient with yourself. So this morning, I simply want to ask you, as we move to a time of invitation, where's your team's going to come up? We'll have people come up here and stand for you. But listen to me. Here's what I want to ask you. What did the Holy Spirit say to you in this message? What did the Holy Spirit say to you in this message? I mean, God, you've been patient with me, but I've yet to come to you. I know I'm lost. I'm still lost. I know I'm lost. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I do not know you. And you've been patient. You've been patient with me. Maybe, Maybe what the Spirit said to you is this. You have the Spirit of God living in you. You have the fruit of patience in you. But you're not demonstrating that. You're not demonstrating that to anybody else. And maybe he said to you, the problem is you have the spirit of fruit of patience in you, but the number one person that you're not patient with is yourself. You need to be patient with yourself. So this morning, as we move to a time of invitation, I simply want you to respond to what the Spirit said to you this morning. If the Spirit said to you, be patient with yourself, then that's where you need to be, okay? This altar is going to be open. There will be people up here to pray for you. You don't have to go about this by yourself. If you need to grow in the area of patience, then if you feel led to come, then come. If you need patience this morning, and learn to grow in patience. You've come to the right place. Let's pray together. Father, this morning, Father, your spirit has spoken in this place. Father, because of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us, if we're born again, we possess the spirit that can produce patience in us. God, we need more patience. God, maybe you were here this morning we realize that you've been a very patient God to us. And this morning, God, we want to come and meet you for the very first time in our whole entire life. To be born again, to be saved this morning. God, this altar is open. There are people here to pray for you. God, whatever you have said to us, make us obedient to your spirit today. During this invitation time, this is my prayer in your name. Amen. I'm going to invite you to come.